K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got up on Welcome to Black on Both Sides. I'm one half of your host, King Kunta 3X. Uh, my other co-host uh, is Mr. Bianas. What's up, B? What's going on, man? What's going on? So, you know, I apologize in advance. Uh, we're usually more higher energy, energy, but as we sit here and record uh, for the show that will be released tomorrow, it is May 31st, 2020, and we are in the midst of uh, racial... Uh, uproar and riots across the United States and protests worldwide in several international locations, Germany, I want to say London, and there's another I can't remember. All of this is arising from or was triggered by the events of a week ago where George Floyd was killed, I believe, the day after Memorial Day uh, when a cop kneeled on his neck in broad daylight while being recorded for nine minutes. And so that incident has apparently been a breaking point that has um, ignited a flame that's been, like, I guess you could smoldering for, I guess, my entire life, is from my perspective. And that flame had been fanned. I guess from 2008 onward and, you know, all the code words and whatnot. And so America has been a powder keg for a long time and um, America's burning literally right now. Tanks are rolling through certain streets right now. Uh, there's rioting, there's looting. There's uh, people who are trying to say that they are protesting peacefully there are other people on other extremes, white supremacists, extreme liberals. I think they're calling themselves Antifa. Both of those are using uh, the cover of these protests to uh, exacerbate, tear up stuff, anarchy. And then there are other people who are using this, these protests as an opportunity, I guess, to express themselves by you know, destruction. Uh, we're going to try to do our best to talk about this. Uh, I saw earlier, B, before we got on, that uh, the uh, protests were encroaching uh, far enough near the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. that uh, Donald Trump was move, moved to an underground bunker. Did, oh, you, did you hear that, B? That's great. That's good. good thing he's safe. Good thing he's safe. Uh, and I, I, listeners, I want you guys to know that we're actually recording this um, at the exact time of curfew. So um, I don't know if Kunta has his TV on, but my TV's on and it's muted. But um, as we record this, they've locked down basically every city in, in every big city in America at the time of our recording. So there may be stuff that comes up while we're recording and we'll try our best to, you know, I guess get the, the most honest opinion on it. Yeah, this is going to be a very different episode. You know, we, we're a nation in crisis right now. Um, so we're just going to be try to keep it, you know, 100, 100, not 99 and a half, not 99.9. So bear with us. We're both humans. We're both fathers. We're both, both men of color, both black men. And so we're trying to process this. So I guess Gil Scott Heron was wrong, huh, B? 
<laughs> that's not funny, but I it is, but it is because for those that don't know, yeah, Mr. The late great uh, Mr. Gil Scott Heron uh, was a um, spoken word uh, icon about the revolutions, and uh, and he is, I guess, most famously known by the phrase "the revolution will not be televised." And in 2020, uh, this is a form of a revolution. And this shit is all over TV cameras and the phone cameras. Um, I think the, the cell phones are how we got to where we are. The cell phone cameras and the videos. I know in the Slack room, which is the rare sonnets uh, room where uh, people can come in and by going to rarescience.com and they are able to comment and interact with all of the hosts and on the Slack application. Um, again, if you're interested, you know, just go to rarescience.com, uh, message the admin and ask for interest in the Slack room and it will be granted. Um, there was a poll about is racism as bad as it was in the 60s or 70s or worse? Or is it, is, is, it, is it better or worse or the same as it was, let's just say, the 70s um, or the 60s, whichever you prefer? And I said the same because I think that a lot of behavior hasn't necessarily changed so much as the rise of technology and social media has allowed people, empowered people to be able to record whatever is going on, upload that, and there's a, if it goes viral, then it happens quickly. Right. What do you think about that, B? You know, I, I said better. I said that okay. it's better now. And, um, you know, it, it's... Sometimes it's tricky because a lot of things seem better. A lot of things, um, there are a lot more opportunities now for black people. Seems like there are a lot more chances. There are a lot more of us that are um, seemingly doing well. Um, you know, and, and, I, and, I, and there's, there's, there's a huge caveat here. So I'm going to say it after I get down with what I was saying. Um, but, you know, then there's this one or two things that happen that just, you know, put you back in your place, quote unquote show you, you know, who the real power structure is and where, where you're supposed to be sitting and what seats you're not supposed to sit in. Now, the caveat to that, though, is I do live in Atlanta. And Atlanta is, T.I. said on, the, on one of the press conferences tonight that this is Wakanda. And as far as America goes, this is fucking Wakanda. The black people that live in Atlanta are, and I mean, you've been here. I don't know if you got a chance to experience it, Kunta, but um, the black people that live here, uh, they they exist under a different regime, under a different set of standards and rules. And I mean, 50 minutes outside of Atlanta, in any direction, that all changes. But inside that radius, that metropolitan area with a couple of, you know, outlying cities and neighborhoods and stuff, there are a lot of wealthy, wealthy black people here. So the rules seem different. And, um, you know, I guess the past few days now watching the, the different cities protest and looking at the people and hearing the people speak and, and seeing, you know, what, what other cities are like, it kind of forced me to, to wake up from that, that, you know, Atlanta is very, very different than most other places. And, and 
the the things that we're allowed to have and you know that that we're afforded the ability to do here may not be the the reality for everyone across the country that's black. And so we we're definitely going to have to do a little bit more research on that. I mean Atlantans, we're going to have to do a little bit more research on, you know, how our brothers are in other states and other cities because it's obviously not the same. And maybe that's why I maybe that's why I said better. It's better now than it was then. Maybe that's why I was fooled into thinking that there's more equality and more equity is because in Atlanta there's it's like the oasis in the middle of the desert where there actually is a little bit more equality and a little bit more equity. And I think that's what's driving a lot of the the black Atlanta um leadership and I would say like the mentorship in Atlanta is driving them crazy because the younger people are acting like this is Minnesota. And now I'm saying, well, damn, maybe this is Minnesota too. And it's all just a veil that's, that's being cloaked over us older Atlantans who fell for the idea that we have money and we're a little more to, well to do than, you know, a lot of white people that live in Atlanta. You know, I I want to reference a, a speech, and before I reference it, I'm not targeting this to you, be honest, or anybody okay. else. And so, I don't want you to feel like I said this as a as a direct response, or I'm attacking you. But it's about this idea that uh, people in Atlanta, you know, are prospering and doing better. Right. Uh, we've talked about uh, what happened in, in Oklahoma and the Black Wall Street. So, meaning that. Historically, certain black areas are allowed to have, all in your phrase, prosperity has happened in certain black areas, but when that prosperity in any way, shape, or form seems a threat to the dominant power structure is dealt with quickly. So Atlanta, uh, you know, and I'm not going to disagree with you, Atlanta has appeared to be, you know, I hate to use Wakanda. Every while yeah. this is going on, people have used Wakanda for all sorts of reasons. I heard someone refer to Minnesota, Minneapolis as a white Wakanda. I mean, I just right, right. I get. Know, it. I, I only said that because Ti said it. No, I know, I know, but you know, I know that you know I ride hard for you know that movie, et cetera. But let's be clear, Wakanda doesn't fucking exist. Yeah, that's a dream. That's imagination. Um. There's a Malcolm X speech about the field, the field Negro and the house Negro. Right. And it's not always about the house Negro being an Uncle Tom and, or, you know, a traitor or whatnot. It's not always that. And this is what I've run into in my life travels. And I've lived a lot of places. It's the, uh, the black elite uh, however you want to define that as either having, you know, being great at business or, or, you know, you know, having a skill or being an entertainer, somehow or another, you have to, you have established yourself as the cream of the black crop. Sometimes it's people like that who allow themselves to be lulled into this false sense of, well, I'm doing okay. Right. What do you mean? Well, why are those people looting? That's dumb. Right. So the, and I'm not saying that, you know, this isn't, none of what we're talking about, well, at least on my end today, is a hard line, except that uh, the cost of black lives should be more than it is in this, in this country. Everything else that I say is really meant for you to think about and figure out how you feel about it. So 
I've got two positions on looting, and this ties back to the house Negro versus the field Negro and, and, and not just being uncle Tom, but not having empathy to understand that just because you find yourself in a position, you know, by luck, by chance, you know, luck and pluck, maybe you, maybe you did something, maybe you won a genetic lottery, maybe, maybe you worked hard and maybe you got lucky somehow or another in this system that I believe is tilted not in the favor of black people. Uh, you've managed to carve out the American dream, however you define that. I would say everybody that's black that's looting isn't necessarily just a criminal and you just white, you just like should ignore it. Right. Some people are looting because they don't have anything. And I'm, I fell into this trap, a uh, friend of the show, Baylor the Great, uh, brother of the Rare Sonnets Network. Uh, he posted a picture of people looting a downtown Los Angeles Nike store yesterday. And I fell into the trap, B. I said, this ain't got nothing to do. It has nothing to do with George Floyd. Then I, and one of the women came out of the Nike store. She had you know a box of shoes and she said, yeah, I got you. something, she said. Right. And that made me insist, incensed, angry. But I don't know her life. I don't even know if she has food. I don't know if during this pandemic, by the way, the pandemic ain't went nowhere. By the way, all these mass protests, I ain't see any social distancing. All these cops, I don't see any PPP. PPE, I see right gear. That's the cruelest joke of all of this. Um, but I digress. Um, no, I'm going to finish that thought. The people that seem to be hit hardest are people of color through this pandemic. And we are just spreading that left and right. Today's protesters may have some huge problems tomorrow from COVID-19. And matter of fact, that's, that's how serious things are. We're not really talking about COVID-19 and the 102,000 deaths, or as B would say, alleged deaths, because America literally is fucking on fire. Literally. But I digress. Back to what I was saying. So I, when I saw the woman looting the Nike store and the other people looting the Nike store, and she said, yeah, I got shoes. You know what I initially thought, B? What? That's ghetto. Yeah. Why can I think that? Because I'm not ghetto. Right. But what is ghetto? How is ghetto? How did the ghetto become the ghetto? So I would say, from my perspective, is that when you look at people looting that look like me and you, of course, that seems to have nothing to do with George Floyd. But even the George Floyd situation, in my opinion, my opinion, is not just about what happened to George Floyd, just about what happened to all the names, the list of names, the never-ending list of names. Right. It's also about the system, systemic injustice. Systemic injustice in 
the criminals, criminal justice system. We've been looking for criminal justice reform for a long time. Still looking for it. Still looking for it. Uh, education system. We're looking for education reform in a long, for a long time. Still not where it needs to be. Not even close. So how did this sister wind up in a position to where she felt she needed to get these shoes? I don't know. And it'd be wrong of me to speculate. However, you know, that's not always the case. Sometimes it's exactly what you see. Sometimes it's stupid people doing stupid shit. That's there too. This whole thing is complicated. Sometimes, you know, we see people who are white, dressed in all black. We see them breaking things. I saw that earlier today in Santa Monica. There were about two figures. By the way, they're rioting and looting and trying to burn shit in Santa Monica. That's why Los Angeles County, not the city, the county is on lockdown as of 22 minutes ago. I see these two figures. Uh, they're trying to, they're smashing indiscriminately things. They try to break into an REI. And I see two protesters who are not dressed in all black and kind of a military setup. They're just regular people with some base coverings on. And they both got some signs. They, they look like they made them that day. First was the white, white girl, white woman. I say girl because she seemed very young. She literally put her body in front of these two individuals who had, uh, might have been a crowbar, I'm not sure. And they slung her out of the way and they tried to go back to the glass and she got up and went back in front of her. And then another big gentleman got up and stood beside her. And, and eventually, they, this is on live TV, by the way. This is on live. The reporter just happened to walk by to talk about something. This just happened. And she says, point the camera over there. For whatever reason, they left. We find out later that the big gentleman said, you know, he told me he was going to, he was going to uh, pull a gun on me. And I told him I was also caring. And so he left. I don't know who those people are. Yesterday at this uh, famous place in Los Angeles called The Grove, it's a really frou-frou, highbrow shopping center. Right. Two more individuals, clearly not black, dressed in all black, tagging things that say, you know, all uh, Black Lives Matter and things. And you see, a, and this was recorded by a black woman who, said, who begs them to stop. And these are two women that are dressed in these black fatigues and they, they, they refuse. And they, I don't, I can't hear what they're saying, but she's begging them to stop because we know they're going to blame us, us being the black people for doing this. Right. And you know, if you look at these pictures of the violent protests, it's not, it's a pretty, it's a, it's a, it's a fair mix of people. Yeah. Um, Surprisingly. In Atlanta yesterday, B, you, you know, I was making that joke or you should, I think you saw it. Skater Bob. Yeah. Skater Bob. So they're attacking the CNN building. That was Friday. Yeah, Friday. Skater Bob. I remember the white dude. I don't know why they're attacking the CNN building. Me either. Because all CNN does is, you know, report the news. Kind of. Sure. <laughs> Point being is, you know, it's, you know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, it's not, it's not Fox News. In other words, CNN has never, let me rephrase, CNN isn't traditionally thought as an enemy to black people, traditionally. 
Well, the way that the way, but to let you know though, Kunta, the way that building is set up, it's not just CNN in there. There's shops in there. It's like a little small mall, and CNN is also an, is an office that's inside of the building. So when you break the, through those windows, there's shops and stuff there. There's other offices. It's not just CNN. CNN is just inside that area. So, hmm. nonetheless, though, there was it was it it was it didn't seem like they were going to loot it. It didn't look like they, there was nothing to loot really. So it was more along the line of just break damage, it. right? Just wanted to break it. Yeah. Skater Bob is a white guy with a skateboard who's angry, very angry. Broke his board trying to break that glass and tried, almost broke his hand. Maybe he did break his hand trying to break that glass. Yeah. What am I, what is the point of all this is that a lot's going on right now. You've got people who are protesting because the murder of George Floyd in broad daylight was the last straw. One murder too many. That's, by and large, most of the protests. Then you got some people who want a race war to pop off, and those are people who are on both sides. They right. could be white supremacists. They could be uh, left anarchists, anti, you know, anti-fascists, they call Mantifa for short, who, by the way, Donald Trump uh, designated as a terrorist organization today. Did you see that, B? I didn't see that. I'm still looking for that um, KKK terrorist designation on right that haven't seen it yet uh yeah um so people are using the cover of this protest for ulterior motives and then you also have people who ain't shit and want to just steal shit and they think they can steal it and get away with it and then you have people who hey just want to break shit no matter what Let's just fuck up some shit. I have unchanneled anger and rage. I just want to. So there's a lot going on. And back to my original point. When you see somebody that looks like you stealing some shit, really try to, fit, to ask yourself a question. How could they have gotten here? I'm not saying it's always going to be, well, maybe they don't have. Sometimes it'll be, well, this is dumb, stupid nigga shit. Somebody needs, this is dumb. But. Sometimes you may be surprised. Say, well, I don't know. Maybe he or she hasn't had a job isn't, you know, during this pandemic. Maybe he or she doesn't have food. Maybe he or she doesn't have clothes. Don't know. Don't know. So I'm looking at a breaking news. Um, so I think there are curfews in every major city. Yep. I think so And too. I think... In most major states, the national, let me rephrase, most states that are affected, like 20, 25 states, the National Guard may be in, in, may have been enacted in some form, shape or form. What I'm seeing in, many, in Minnesota and here in California is that the National Guards, they are typically protecting high-value targets, which will allow local law enforcement to go out and do whatever they need to go out and do. That's same here. We have 3,000 National Guard. Now, let's talk about local law enforcement. Now, I told you all of the complicated people that are part of these protests, and it seems like earlier in the day, the protests, by and large, are peaceful. And, well, in some of the locations here in California, uh, it seemed in, many, in, in Minnesota, um, the, the daytime protests are more peaceful. Um, 
And as the night goes on, it gets worse, which is why there's a curfew. Agreed. But I've seen pictures, videos of members of the press being shot at and shot. Yep. Shot at and shot. And by the way, it's not mistaken identity. They 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 announce themselves as being a member of the press. Why? Because that's supposed to be one of the founding fundamental principles of this country is the right to a free press to, you know, to report what is going on in this country and abroad. And those cameras that's, aren't small. It's not like it's not like your your personal camera that you just carry around. Still today, TV cameras for live anchors are still big enough to where you can see them. It's not like you're like, who are these people? No, she has a microphone. He, she or she has a microphone. And then there's, there's a very expensive looking, pretty large size camera. It's not like it was where, you know, like it's hard to carry, but it's still big enough to know that's not an iPhone. So I told you that all this popped off because of uh, George Floyd. But I also have another theory. I think another tipping point, because that same day where the protests started, this very day one, the CNN reporter was arrested on live TV. Yeah, in Minnesota. The same day. This is going to sound crazy, but it's true. Thank God they they were dumb enough to arrest the whole crew. Thank God they were smart enough to arrest the whole crew. They didn't arrest them first. But something must come. Oh, we better get all of them. We better get all of them. Yeah. And um, I feel bad because, B, I don't know if you really heard the guy talk afterwards, but he's essentially Carlton Banks. He is. It's like as it was happening, it's like you obviously we're in a pandemic and people wearing masks. But maybe you couldn't you couldn't see in his face, but you hear in his voice. It's like he was processing it as it was happening. Sir, sir, why am I being arrested? Right. What do you, what do you mean? He wasn't I, resisting. I don't understand. <laughs> sir, whatever you need us to do, we'll do. We got you. We'll move. Wait. Where do you want us to go? He, I heard him. Where would you? Uh, so apparently I'm being arrested. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, wow. so. Wild. I also think that was more gasoline. Yeah. Then you have Trump, who is a. Uh, Evoking images of vicious dogs. Right. And weapons you wouldn't believe they were ready if protesters who were protesting at, at Washington, D.C. and near the White House would have broken through. Well, well, you know what? Let me say this. What Trump did is different for everyone. So you said it, it, it gave you images of dogs. The problem with what Trump said is that it left enough open to interpretation that if you know anything about civil rights and the 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 real I mean well I guess it's about to get real again but the real struggle with about uh, to water hoses and um vicious canines and I'm sorry you say about to yeah I mean it's not there yet but it, it's looking it's it, there's no powder keg yet but I mean there was a time when they would just turn the water hoses on and spray the entire group of black people against all up against the wall that hasn't happened yet you're so really not watching the news that, huh that's not happening yet stop they it. shooting people in the face with rubber bullets that's not the same thing as being uh, a dogs a vicious dogs let go on a crowd that's not the same thing it's bad. Trust me, it's bad. But it's not the same thing. And but but I'm saying that it, it's, and I I did actually say that it looks like it's getting that way now. But 
what was wrong what's wrong with the the idiot in charge is that he says these things and they're 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 sarcastic. It's called the dog whistle, B. It's a dog whistle. Yeah. I'll give you that. And it's that's like, what, hey, that's I didn't say it directly. Right, I mean, you can right. take it out. You want to take it. Right. That's what's it's wrong like, with I, it. You know, I hear Friday is going to be MAGA night. That's, that's, wink, wink. That's what, you what know, does MAGA night mean? Well, you know, I didn't. Well, MAGA loves black people. They love black people. Nobody asked you that. So you're admitting that MAGA. And that's the problem was, is that he doesn't say it. So that's worse. Like you're not even, you're not even, you're not even saying it. You're kind of saying it. You're leaving it up there, put on the table for people to, to, to question. I don't know if anyone's comments. coming. I don't know. I don't know. And, and it's just ridiculous. It's, it's completely ridiculous. Uh, the things he's saying directly is he's blaming all of this on any, any city that's having this problem, right. any state that's having a problem. It's clearly because of the weak liberal leadership. Yeah, I saw that. Even in D.C. where he's right now in a bunker. Right. This is somehow the D.C. mayor's fault. Yeah. And her weak liberal leadership. He called out the, um, the guy in Minnesota too, Frey. So, um, yeah. It's, it's, go ahead. No, it's, it's, just, it's just ridiculous. His, his, his response or lack thereof is ridiculous. But it's, it's, not, it's nothing surprising. I, I'm hope, I hope no one is surprised. Well, here's the deal. He didn't really need people in MAGA hats to show up because a lot of those individuals are actually working law enforcement. And I say this as the owner of a fitness gym that caters towards first responders, law enforcement, and military folk. I see it up and down my timeline. I see it on their Facebooks and their Instagrams. You know, it was a joke. Make America great again. You know, I, I see it all the way up and down. And to hear people, former law enforcement, former FBI people say that there is no, there's racism is not a problem in the American uh, police system. That's just false. See, but Kunta, that's where the problem lies for us, though. See, because... I'd be willing to bet that more than half of our police force is black. We've had black leadership in this country, I mean, in this city, since I was born. We've never had a white mayor, ever. We've had a black mayor my entire 44 years. Our, that our can't police, overcome a system. No, I, yeah, I agree. But the, but the system here, though, if you are a cop that was here, you may not have the same experience as a L.A. County cop or a L.A. City cop or a Minnesota cop. You know what I'm saying? There, there are pockets where it's not necessarily, where the system doesn't interfere as much as it does in other locations. And that's what I'm saying. We can be fooled here. I'm sure there are other pockets. There have to be. Yeah, there are. I think in, in Nashville, Tennessee or somewhere in Tennessee, uh, police off, uh, police captain told people, told his, his officers, if you have a, if you don't agree, that the that George Floyd was was uh, was 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 uh, executed. Turn in your badge. You know, certain places around Texas. Wow, where Houston, was that? that was in Tennessee. I think so. Certain wow. places around uh, uh, the Houston area. You've had uh, police chief march with the protesters in some in Miami. Right. You've had police take knees. So yeah, be there are other pockets, but those are, in my opinion, are just funnels. Yeah. Those are uh, points of light, you know, Anomalous. one offers, exceptions yeah. to the general rule. Absolutely, you're right. That, oh, there's a black guy, what did he do? Hmm, I should watch him. What is he gonna, 
He's making eye contact. Oh, he's one of the good ones, I think. Maybe. That's, uh, you know, and that's, and that's, it's just one of so many problems. America has never dealt with the race problem. Yeah. In any serious way. And whenever there are steps taken forward, they're usually repealed. So all that shit that happened with the Civil Rights Act, most of that shit got repealed. Or tr- trickily, they tricked a way to, to do something on the other side that where you don't really get the benefit of it. They figure out a way to, to mess, it, mess it up for you. Let me tell you a little secret. One of the reasons why it really pissed me off when President Obama would quote anything Ronald Reagan said, Ronald Reagan ended a lot of affirmative action shit. Don't believe me, go look it up yourself. Um, so anytime there's process made and people say, well, under President Obama, you know, things didn't get that much better. Agree. But some progress was made. And what am I talking about? Specifically, there was a bill passed whose name I don't remember to try to set up an oversight committee for law, you know, law officials across the country. There was you know, proposed oversight, which had never been there before. Under the Trump administration, that was repealed, I think, day one. Um, there was the, uh, you know, the, the, the office of, the, of uh, the, the Department of Justice. They were looking, you know, for hate crimes, and they were also providing oversight uh, under Attorney General Sessions, day one, under the Trump administration. They didn't do that shit anymore. Matter of fact, he said he would not be reviewing state police officers' actions and things. Wasn't going to do it. That's... Uh, Attorney, former Attorney General Jeff Sessions, former Senator of Alabama, who's currently running for Senator in Alabama. Um, so there was some incremental, there was, a, there was something, which is more than the nothing. And then that something was easily repealed in, the, in, the, in, you know, in one administration. And that's what I'm saying. Anytime there's a progress in civil rights, it only lasts for a little bit. Immediately following Civil War, you had some black people, former slaves, one generation, not even the same generation as they were slaves, were able to become, you know, well off financially and and achieve uh, positions of of power, influence, and government. That didn't go over well. Yeah. Jim Crow. And then once you had a lot of black people in these urban areas, these cities, then you get a white flight. So uh, what am I saying? I'm saying yeah, hold on, there's, there's, there was never there's an more attempt. Than that, there's more than that, though. For instance, the desegregation of schools and then redlining. Yeah. Yeah. Look it up. If you don't know what any of that means, look it up. You, I mean, when Kamala said that Joe Biden opposed busing, you should take a, you should look that up. See yeah. what busing is. M to M. And why, you know, Joe Biden... Like all politicians do, mind you, all politicians have to figure out where the winds of change are going. And so at that point in time, he accidentally bet wrong that things are going to stay the same. But I'm not a type of person that's going to say people can't evolve or change over time. I believe every human being has the capacity, if they want to, to change, if they want to. Right now, fucking 45 could look at all of the screens he's probably being shown right now and decide, oh, fuck, I'm ruining everything. 
I'm going to say something to try to, to bring this thing back together. He could. He could do it. He could do it. He could decide to try to give a message of... To, he could do it. I'm not betting on it. But he could. He could. He could. And, you know, if he did that, I would say, you know, I'm glad he did that. I would still continue to hold him accountable for what he has just done in fanning these flames. Oh, by the way, just so everyone knows, let's, let's get in the trust tree. Um, if it's not clear to you now, this isn't Donald Trump's fault. Donald Trump is only a symptom of the disease. You need to think about how the world had to be for Donald Trump to do and say the things he did along the campaign trail and still be president. Because he figured out the formula very quickly. Just because he's using the formula to trade upon the, you know, the racial prejudice and racism, racial prejudices, biases of people, that doesn't mean he started those things at all. At all. That's what it means when we say, uh, when I say a systemic problem. It's a, it's a systemic problem. On this, on this program, Bionis has said, oftentimes, whenever he and I are on the same page about something's really fucked up with the, with the country, he says, it has to all, all of the shit has to come down. You say it pretty often, don't you? All of it has to come down, right? I do. I do. What does that look like? It's frightening, isn't it? Yes, it's terrifying. So we don't know what that is. So when all of it comes down, we're back in the state of nature. That means people with power, physical power, actual, you know, those people make the decisions. We lose civility altogether. There are some people who want that. There are some super left people that want that. Yeah. I know some Bernie bros that wanted that. I worked with a Bernie bro, white attorney. He wanted that. Whole thing come down. We're not there yet, but what we're seeing is, is a glimpse, a glimpse of what the whole thing coming down could look like. Because I, I, I bet you, I guarantee you this. The National Guard is not the Depart- Department of Justice. It's not the uh, Defense Department. What do you mean? In almost every major rebellion where there is an established standing military, do you, do you know who normally gets, gets, comes out when the, when the smoke clears? It's, it's the general. It's the general. It's called, the concept is called the, the strong man concept. The only time uh, that I can think of, maybe B, you have some, another example, where there was a massive revolution the military was heavily leaned on and that general did not decide to appoint himself dictator, prime minister, king, whatever you want to call it. The only time that history books told me that that happened is George Washington. Yeah, absolutely. I can't think of another one, but I mean, you know, we don't have all the history of every country, but from what history books I've read, that's the only time. Makes no sense, does it be? But that's what he did. Uh, so, you know, anarchy doesn't lead to freedom. Anarchy just leads to a, another 
power regime, whatever that is. I got a question for you. What's that? Um, the the officers that you work with, um, that you know well, are they any of them black? No. I'm 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 curious to know because I hear a lot of dumb shit people say, and I, I don't know, and I don't know. Let me let me take that back. It's not dumb. I hear a lot of things that are. I don't I don't know how to I don't know how to to frame it. Where how I feel. Well, let me about do this though, B. Let me let me. They're not black, but they are people of color. Oh, they're wow. Latino. Okay, well, yeah, but I need I need black because the, the you know how have you seen the people on Instagram saying if you work for a, a, a police department and you don't quit then you're an asshole or you're a you're a traitor or you're whatever I'd be oh, very I'd be very interested to hear how black cops take that and what and like what is what is their response to it I know it seems ridiculous to me but I'm I'm you know I just want to know what what do you think what do you say back to somebody who says something like that. Or what? Or do you believe it? Do you agree with it? And you're just trying to figure out how to get out. Like, I would, I would be so interested to know how they actually feel about somebody saying that. Okay, this is where, you know, you're going to disagree with me a little bit or a lot of bit. But to me, it's similar to being a black Republican under the Republican Party of the last 12 years. You have so much stuff is being said about people that look like you. How can you how can you be in that situation unless you're one can you're detached from the people that look like you? That's one option. Well, they're not talking about me. They're talking about these other people and they're right. They're animals. Or two, and there might be some black republicans who are like two, perhaps Colin Powell Maybe even Condoleezza Rice, though I don't know her. Not that I know Colin, but whatever. Two, well, these there are some good principles here, and inside the system I can enact change. In either situation, B, I believe both those individuals, either the one that's detaching themselves from everyone else, and well, I'm different, or to the person that says, well, I see all this ignorance, but there's something good here and I'm going to try to change it. Both those individuals catch hell in their job. Both of those individuals catch discrimination in their job. The difference is, in my opinion, the first individual mentally detaches. Well, he just doesn't know me. That's dumb. I'm not like the rest of them. The second individual is like, well, this is exactly the type of thing I'm trying to change. So I understand, or I think I do, those potential options that a person might be. I mean, how can you be a black cop given the history of this country and not expect most people to distrust you? Okay. Uh, most people, black people, to distrust you who don't immediately know you. Got you. Two two things here. Why the hell did he not ask people to call him Colin instead of Colin? Who the hell would want to be a Colin? And second is, do you think it's possible to make change without being on the inside? Especially, especially in a place where you're not the majority. Yes. Now, I guess a better question should be, how much change do you think he can make from the outside? of a power structure. Can there be change? Yes. Does nonviolent protesting equal change? 
Yes. The question is how much change and how long? The uh, civil rights nonviolent protest movement, you know, I said this earlier. Yeah, there was lots of change. There were laws passed, etc. You know, um, but they all were repealed. It was only incremental change. It was done before a generation had passed. This, the civil rights movement or MLK's, Martin Luther King's strategy of the civil rights movement was borrowed from uh, Gandhi, who, by the way, was an asshole. And some people say racist. That's why he's an asshole. Uh, the Indian people from India, yes, they received some measure of freedom from from England. They were they were colonized, right? But they all speak British English. Yeah, you know, they all still. Hmm. It seems like. The darker you are, no matter where you are, you're always going to be treated worse than people who are lighter than you are. I don't think it was always that way, but it certainly seems that way these last 400 plus years. It wasn't always that way, but it is. It's been now. So nonviolent protests... Yeah, you can get some things. You can get some change. Real change? No, you can't get that. People don't like giving up power. Which goes back to why the thing with George Washington is fucking astounding. People usually do not give up power. That's some shit you see in movies. And I think that White privilege is a real thing. Whether you believe it is or it's not, you know, I sound well on the phone. I need a loan. You're going to bring me in. But when you look at me, you might, you might not go as far to try to get me that loan. You know, I go for a job. I have stellar academics and background. But there's another guy who may have similar uh, background and he looks like you. And we don't we all gravitate toward people who share our interests and most people do. And, you know, this is systemic. The root but when you, I don't really fuck with Killer Mike. Yeah, outside I heard, I heard of you, I heard him you say that before. I heard you say that before. It's mostly the Bernie Sanders thing, and also he says weird shit about people getting, you know, fucking trades rather than degrees and whatnot. I don't really, I don't believe in that, but he does, and and also he says some very misogynistic things, and he's inconsistent on a lot of shit. That being said, what he said two nights ago really resonated with me. No matter who you are, where you are, you have to have some sort of a plan. You need to think about what you're trying to accomplish. Burning your own house down helps nothing. 
I'm not saying that you're wrong if if you think this is the only way your voice can be heard, but I'm saying in the long run, it's not going to help you. It's not going to help your community to burn out the mom and pop shops that have, you know, if a target goes down, who the fuck cares? By the way, target released an ad saying they were standing by the protests and whatnot. (laughs) Starbucks goes down. Who the fuck cares? Right. Who cares? By the way, B, did you see the NFL release a statement? I didn't. What did the NFL have to say? I, I can't read the whole statement, but they are, you know, they are looking for change. And this is the same uh, NFL whose owners, well, was it four years now? Before he acted in a, a whole ass at his, at his, uh, at the fake um, second look. <laughs> my, com- <Yes>. my combine. <laughs> Who had a fucking problem with Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. And not just the Colin same Kaepernick, NFL. Not just Colin Kaepernick. The, just the idea of standing up in the in the in the face of standing up. Nobody stood. B. You know what I mean. He took a knee. He he knelt to stand up. How dare he? Yeah. Of all things, for fucking police brutality. I'm just trying to watch football, man. One of my cousins. Thinks that if we all could just play sports, that would, that would, that's, that's, we all got here because we're just, you know, we can't play sports yet. That's really what it is. Sports unites people. Yeah. When I saw that shit, he had about six likes. It's like sports, quick feats, run fast, dancing, singing, entertaining. Black folk are entertaining. That's what we're good at. So entertaining. Might have a beer with them, but don't come to my house unless you're performing. Certainly don't date my daughter or my son. Don't do that. So, um, um, what's his name? Uh, DJ in New York. Um, <laughs> really, B? Yeah, yeah, really, really. What's his name, man? You know that hip hop DJ man. Yeah, what's his name? The one to be on the radio. Yep. Clue. Nope, not uh, Clue. The one who does the freestyles with uh, uh, man, it's not K Slay. It's the other one. I can't. I know who you're talking about. Uh, not that dark skin guy. Dark skin guy. I know who you're talking about. Uh, he um. He drops bombs and all he that. He does. Shit. He drops bombs. Funk Master Flex. That's him. Funk Master Flex. Uh, went on, went to his social medias a day or so ago and said, y'all remember when Jay-Z told us that we're past kneeling? And this is, you know, we're, it's time for action. He's calling Jay-Z out saying, well, what the fuck? It's been months and now, now look where we are. I, Jay-Z I spoke to the governor of Minnesota yesterday. Who did, Jay-Z? Did they, How do I know? Because the governor said so. Did they release anything and what it, what that means? Um, here, well, here, let me just let me let me actually go ahead and put it where I was going to put it. You mentioned in the Slack when we were talking to the youngest of young French Reggie that um, celebrities can definitely sway the crowd because most people are followers, most people are sheep. I think that it's well past time. I'm going to agree with you with that. I think that it's well past time that people like Jay-Z and people who do have, you know, many Instagram followers say something, do something, 
the, for the ones of us that, that don't, like, what would it mean, Kunta, if you and I were to go out there? Very little. We'd just be another yeah, number. One of I us mean, might catch a rubber bullet or something. We'd probably catch a rubber bullet. But at the end of the day, our voices would only be heard when we were yelling because the bullet hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, they, we're not going to affect change. But that, but the celebrities who are sitting home silent right now, like you don't even have to go anywhere. You don't have to go out to the front lines. Your opinion could sway a crowd. Well, they're, they're doing that, but they're not, they're, they, they're doing it all. <laughs> Beyonce said something, you know, people are saying things, but the problem is they're just focusing on, on Looting. the last incident. Or looting. Okay, or now just looting. you see the country's being ter- torn apart. Now you need to you need to try to get people. You know, I'm not saying tell them to be nonviolent. I'm saying get them, like Killer Mike said, to stop, to think, right, to plan, to strategize, strategize. what you can do. Don't burn your own community or house. Fortify your community. Don't burn it. Those types of messages is more than just I stand with you or justice for George Floyd. Right. Okay, we already we're past that now. Now there's a there's a there's a national Jay Z, but, that, but that's what I'm saying. Kunta Jay Z said we were past it, and now it's time for action. Where the fuck is the action? Don't talk to the the mayor of Minnesota, my nigga. Do something else. That's not good enough. The mayor of Minnesota is already a, somebody who seems to understand how this works and and wants better. Talking to him does nothing. He's not going to make, he can't change again. He's already, he's already who he is now, which is who I think we want him to be. He sounds like he's got a decent brain in his head and he's, he has empathy in his, in his, in his system. So why talk to him? here's the problem. You're going to make me walk back what I said about the NFL. Okay. I don't like you for that. You're an asshole. Thank you. Uh, That message is probably due to Jay-Z's influence. Probably. That the NFL. So that is something. Okay. Uh, Eric Reed, Kenny Stills still have jobs. They do. If Colin Kaepernick wanted a job, instead of talking mad cash shit, running out on a goddamn Kunta Kente shirt, then cutting a fucking WWF wrestling promo, uh, mixed with a little bit of Suge Knight, he'd probably have a job. I agree. Um. Notwithstanding, we all know what it was. It was bullshit. But he, one team might have would have said, "Okay, well, fuck, I need a quarterback." But, 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 Kunta, what, NFL, you said we could do it. NFL making that statement is not action. I'm talking about cities burning right now, and Jay Z. What? Hey, what, don't poo poo this. The NFL shut all that shit down with the with the knees because they thought their core base okay. would have a problem. They shut all the shit down. Okay, all of it. Okay. Trump said, cut out that shit. They cut all of it out. That's my field. So nothing out of the NFL from Roger Goodell or anyone from NFL HQ is done without majority consider the owners. Okay. So that is different than where they were. Okay. Maybe it's because America is fucking on fire. Maybe it's because they're worried about players having, you know, finally deciding, you know, we're the talent. Without our talent, you have no league. Maybe they got. Maybe that's it. I don't know. All I know is that whatever Jay did or didn't do, he got someone who's in. It's in their best interest to pretend everything is fine, to take a different stance. And they did somewhat. Um, so I, I will. I will give Jay Z the benefit of doubt that maybe that's because of some influence he now has within the NFL. Okay. That's a, that's a stretch because you don't know that. That's a speculation. I but, don't. Okay. 
I, I know he's supposed to have been part a partnership with the NFL for the last year or so. So right. And I know he did reach out to us. So I, I would assume because Jay Z is he's not a Kylie Jenner billionaire. Right. He, oopsies. Um so I I just feel like he has some gravitas and and has a business mind and he partners with people where he can get something out of the partnership. And when it comes a time that he cannot get anything on the partnership, he withdraws. And this last I checked, he was still in partnership with them. But I did, but even that words are words. And I guess that's your, 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 the point of what you're ultimately saying. Words are words. It's time for action. Um, you know, said that we were past, uh, we're living in a post-racial world, Cam Newton. <laughs> I thought I saw something from him today about love. I don't know. It was yeah. like a photo shoot. He's an Atlanta Some guy. Palm man. trees. He's an Atlanta guy. It's hard, it's hard for us to see it. I promise you. I promise it's different here. He's, he's, he's got palm trees and double monk strapped uh, shoes in the summer. No he, socks. He's a millionaire too. Yeah. <sighs> Let's get serious here. B, do you know what's going to happen? No. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm terrified. I'll, I'll be honest. You know, me and B go back and forth on this all the time. But one thing B says is, is fucking right. They have more guns. And when I say the guns, I'm not talking about militias. I'm talking about them army guns. Yeah. The ones that say USA on the side. The shit don't, I was watching don't earlier today and talking about, that's a tank. A tank is rolling down Santa Monica. No, nah, nigga, that's an armored vehicle. Yeah. That's an armored car. Yeah. That's not an M1A1. So, I don't know. It's a very scary time you're living in. If you listen to Black on Both Sides, it, it might very well mean that you have some sort of, you know, social... Uh, a social idea, a social identity, a, a, a feel, a social pool to, 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 to try to make things better. And I say, if you're going to go to a protest, um, in the coming days, my advice is to obey the curfew. My advice is to continue to have face coverings with pandemic hasn't gone anywhere. My advice is to always try to be aware of your surroundings and people and, and be uh, wary of people that you don't know or people who are dressed tactically, tactic, very tactically for the protest. You don't, you don't wear, you know, combat boots and you don't have, you know, tools of destruction to come to a protest. You don't. Um, that's my advice. I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, I know that it's been reported in different places on different social medias that people are just randomly finding tools of destruction. Just magically there. Pallets of bricks when there was no construction. On the Minnesota press conference earlier today, so they apprehended people who were riding around in cars with no license plates. And inside those cars were Weapons and explosives. Hmm. There's always ulterior motives. Always. Nothing is ever really just as it seems. 
you got to be careful out there. The police are not changing their tactics, even though now they know. I mean, B, have you, did you see the, you know, the, the vehicle ram the barrier? You see that? The police in New York? Yeah, the police car. I did see that. SUV is like, fuck it. I was hoping that that was an old video. Somebody pulled up and said, this is happening now. I didn't want to believe it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. Fuck it. And then there was the, this is in New York. Then there's the, uh, in same thing, New York, New York City. This police officer walks by and just knocks the hell out of a, out of a woman. She goes flying. Oh, he pushed her and she went backwards? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, he's been identified and he might be in trouble. Pushed a white woman. Can't do that. Cannot. Can't Mm-mm. push a white woman. Nope. Um, you know what, man? I hate to be we, the, I hate to be the doomsday guy, man, but um I I I I believe that death could very likely be around the corner for a lot of people who didn't intend on being a protester or being part of the uh, agents of change, but just because there's collateral damage and shit like this, and the the further it goes, like when you start seeing when if this does happen, cops start quitting for real, like black cops start quitting for real. Death is coming, man, and I don't know what to do then. I've never felt yeah, like this in know, my life. I don't, I don't know what to do now. I don't know what to do now. Um, we didn't board up our my small business today. If it survives tonight, we'll likely board it up tomorrow. You it's did not? Ma- no, it's on a major street, but it's away from where the uh, protests are supposed to be. Yeah. But this is not, as I said earlier, it's not about the protests. Sometimes people just feel they have a license now to fuck shit up. Yeah. Or like that famous Batman saying, some men just want to watch the world burn. There's those, there are those people too. Um, Contrast styles. Trump's tweeting inflammatory shit, pouring more gasoline on this. Might be, I don't know if he's out of the bunker yet, but earlier today, Joe Biden actually was walking around the city and talking to people and protesters. Another contrast. Joe Biden talked to George Floyd's uh, family. 30 minutes. I heard that. I heard about that. He came out and gave a long speech about how, you know, we have to change. Later, 24 hours later, in the Trump released some tweets someone wrote for him. Why do I say somebody wrote for him? Because by now, B, you, you would have to agree that it's very hard for Donald Trump to show empathy. Yeah. He's just not, I'm not even saying that's racist. That's just not, he can't, this is not, not, he's not wired that way. He's not. He called George Floyd's family, likely after hearing that Biden had done it and how well that went. Take it for what you will. On Al Sharpton's show yesterday, George Floyd's brother said that he couldn't, he felt like he couldn't even get a word in edgewise with Donald Trump. Wouldn't let him, he wouldn't let me speak. Right. He said, like, I said one full sentence. Mm-hmm. He said he felt this like he didn't want president. to hear what he had to say. That's what he said. Yeah. This, I, is, th- yeah. this is the president. 
we're in two crises, the pandemic. Again, shit's so bad, I can't tell you how many people are dead today because fuck, everything's on fire. So there's that. Yeah, I can't worry about the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the fever, the sickness, the flu in the bedroom because the whole front part of the fucking house is on fire. I have to put that out. So I can't tell you about that. So we're in, in that, we're in that pandemic that's resulted in everything being shut down for so long, people being upset, people losing loved ones, people not being able to work. And now we're in the middle of a goddamn almost eruption of a race war. We need someone that could say, hey, can't we fix this? We're better than this. We can, you know, we can come together as a people. This country is built on diversity. That's not our guy, B. That's not our guy. Who, Trump? Yeah, that's, that's, that's not our guy. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's not our guy. Absolutely not. There's nothing that you're going to get from me. No pushback whatsoever. This is not the time for me to, to look at the silver lining. This is not the time for me to tell you, well, he could have been like, there's no. This guy's an but idiot. But yes. in the history of white supremacists who have been president, and believe you me, there's been a few, they at least would say the shit. <laughs> Lie to me, baby. They would just—they would at least say the shit, even though they didn't mean it. They would say the—they say the right shit. Try to hold this thing together. You really think Linda B. Johnson gave a fuck about black people? You're wrong. No, he didn't. Not at all. He even said he didn't. So he but, did that shit because he said he was going to do that shit. He had a reputation for doing the shit he said he was going to do. And he did that shit. Trump don't give a shit. Trump cares about so, the CNN building as gives, much as the people who are burning the windows. But, but Trump gives less of a shit than anybody else in the history of presidents. I agree with that. I mean, well, I, for what I know, yes. I mean, so he's, he doesn't understand that this whole thing could burn to the goddamn ground. I think he wants it, though. I said that. I think he wants it. And I think it has to, which is sad. But I don't know what that means once it does. It could be really bad. It will be really bad. Violence in New York right now. It's uh, ten ten Eastern time. Uh, it's getting ugly. Uh, the police seem more organized, but this is a. It's the optics of this are bad. My daughter just takes me to point that she's out, out. Protesters are white. Yeah, getting shoved back. Protesters are white. I just saw about five white people get arrested in Atlanta, but my daughter just takes me that she's out. She needed to drop something off here. I'm like, no, no. I don't need whatever you have. I don't need it. Whatever you're dropping off to to kid, she she don't need it. Go on. Or if you're close to here, come here and stay. Like there's there's no reason to be out right now. Nine eleven at Minneapolis. I've I've turned over to that coverage. I don't see much, but Minneapolis is militarized. <laughs> like yeah. they yeah they've and they had to they fucked that shit up yeah but uh. I don't know where this is going to go, B. I don't. I still see people trying to organize marches, even though they say they're peaceful. But the truth of the matter is uh, they're going to be exploited by people on the left and right who want to incite violence and idiots who want to break shit and steal shit. Yeah. 
and broken people who don't understand that they shouldn't break shit and steal shit. But that's that's going to why I can't forgive that girl who came out of the Nike store, even if she has a good reason. I can't forgive her because there are going to be black deaths because of that. And it's not her fault necessarily because she she may have a, a, a situation that means she needs some Nikes. But regardless of that, there are going to probably be deaths because someone saw her come out with a pair of Nikes. And I don't think that those Nikes, no matter what our circumstances, were worth some uh, fake militia motherfucker coming from Nebraska deciding to just... Nebraska, we're in California. You could just drive on down from Bakersfield. It's not that far. I know, but let's just make it all the way. Let's go all the way with it. Nebraska, like some middle America motherfucker that just, you know, probably don't even know one black person. No, B, I'm not going to let you do that because... It's tough not people to do it. Think, Kunta. People it's think tough. California is LA and San Francisco. No, skinhead started in California. I know that. They ain't that far down the street. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you know how you just said how you said earlier about Atlanta and you go 50, 50 minutes that way. Right. That shit's true right here. I believe it. I believe it. And the fucked up thing about it is they're not all white. They're also Latinos who've convinced themselves that somehow or another. They have white privilege. The Mexicans here in Atlanta are Republicans. All of them. Again, you know, it's like the whole world has literally gone mad. And, you know, I'm going to, there's some sayings, you reap what you sow. What you put out, you get back. Karma's a motherfucker. God don't like ugly. All that shit. There's only so much negative, horrible shit you can do before some of that going to come back around. And this country has done a lot of negative, horrible shit uh, to all kinds of people. Segway, did you know that the Navajo Nation might be being wiped out by by the pandemic? I didn't know that. They got like three or four hospital beds and some reservations, so that's a problem. Um... This nation has never dealt with this race problem. Maybe it will take a, I don't know, 15th, 16th, 18th, 27th, 100th look at its race problem through this. I don't know. There may be some change positive for people of color. History says no. I don't think that it cannot be changed, Kunta. That's what I'm saying. Either there's death around the corner or there's Sustained change. change? There's going to happen. I don't know. I, the, the way this looks... I'm seeing death around the corner or change. I don't see a way for it to meet in the middle. I don't see it. I can't, I can't see it right now based off of the images that I see, the sentiment that I hear from people. I don't see the way that we can meet in the middle. There's a saying that I'll paraphrase. It's pretty deep if you think about it. It goes, white people should be happy that American blacks want equality and not revenge. Think about that. Yeah. All this shit that's going on is to be the same. Right. Not to repay for what you took, because that can never be paid. Right. Can never be paid. So, I mean, you're right. I don't know where there's a middle. I'm looking at Seattle. Friendly show Nathan Nice is probably out there somewhere. I hope not. Burrito. It's all white, and they're out past curfew. Yeah, so we'll see. 
Oh boy, they've set some shit on fire in DC. I guess Donnie's not getting out of that bunker tonight. Not tonight, Donnie. No vicious dogs. That's it. Uh, That's it. It looks like they're near the Capitol. You know, we're going to... I don't have an answer. I try not to live my life in fear. If you've listened to most of this podcast, you may would think this is something I even wanted to have happen. It's not. As often as it frustrated me that B would say, well, you're outnumbered, you're outgunned. Actually, we are outnumbered and we are outgunned. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <sighs> yeah. So, I, so, you know, I I don't know, man. That's, that's what I have for now. I felt a responsibility to talk to you all today so you could show out on, on June 1st. But I really didn't want to. Yeah, I, I had that feeling, man. I had the feeling you didn't. You see, we didn't even. We didn't. Usually, listeners, we communicate by starting about noon my time. Today, we didn't even start talking until after eight p.m. about doing the show. Yeah, you know, I, you know, my wife and I are very busy people. My wife is even busier than I am. She's one of those people that can't stop doing things nonstop. This morning, I woke up. She woke up. We laid in bed for a long time. I hugged my wife and she cried a lot. And my wife is not an emotional person. She cried a lot because for the first time in her life, she has to fully understand and appreciate that fuck. Racism my wife is not black. My wife's Latina. Racism really is a cancer that maybe can't be excised. And I don't know if there's a cure and everything's fucking burning. Whereas me, I always knew that there would be require an uprising for change. But there's one thing in knowing that something has to happen than trying to live through it. Just like when B would say, well, it's all got to burn down. It's one thing knowing that something needs to happen. Another thing watching it and realizing this ain't gonna look the right. enormity yeah. and the terribleness and the violence and the bloodshed Power never changes hands peacefully. Doesn't. Just doesn't. People hardly ever willingly give up power. They don't. Why would they? For the first time, so, Kota, for the first time, I'm willing to admit that this president may not leave office. Hmm. You know, I've never agreed no. with that. I've never agreed with that. I was like, ah, they're gonna get this dude out of here. It's not. This, there's no way. But looking at the way our city, our city streets look right now, uh, it's possible. It's possible to turn this, to flip this into a reason for state of emergency. Yeah, yeah. Martial law be, is not may not be. Here's far the away. problem. I said this jokingly a long time ago, but it goes back to the other big fear. 
Whenever there's a problem and the solution can only be provided by the people with the guns, no, not militias, the real guns, normally when the smoke clears, the general is now your dictator. Army is a military, the Pentagon has never really fucked with Trump, B. I don't know if you know that. Right. They listen. Right. They follow their duties. And you said it's bullshit, but I can verify the Air Force has reiterated their message. You can only, you, you're only required to follow lawful orders. They have their own code. Trump has berated his generals over and over and over and over. You think they forgot that shit? Nope. Did I say you're, you 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 have to follow unlawful orders? I don't think I did. No, but I was. I, I guess the way I initially phrased it was that you know Trump was causing so many problems. Even the military was realizing they have a problem, so ah. they were telling people. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And so they were reiterating: you don't have to follow un, uh, unlawful orders right. based on their you know internal code of what uniform, that is. Uniform code of military justice. So you know. If Trump were to do that, we're getting closer to that. Who, well, who's got the power? Get him the fuck out of here. I hope we don't get a dictator, but get him all the way the fuck out of here. No offense, Donnie, from underground, your underground bunker, but get you the fuck out of here. If, if he's not gone, I don't know what we're going to have. I don't know what this is, what we're going to have. He can't, go, of- he can't go past the election. If he, if he, if he gets elected out, he can't go. He can't go past the election. And if he gets reelected, what will we have? Because <sighs> this is what we have right now. I don't know when it's going to stop. I don't know how you stop it. I think that this is going to sound crazy. I think that we would suffer less if he got reelected. The reason why I say that is if he get if he does not get reelected, it's about to be some. <sighs> If he gets, let me put it like this. If he gets elected, we only have to suffer through four more years if we can make it of him and whatever the hell this thing is that America is now. And then we'll, there'll be some light at the end of that four years. At least we know that there's four years. He can't, he can't stay more than, than eight years unless he does what he, what, you know, state of emergency, martial law thing. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I, I just going to say, I don't know. We've talked no foreign policy today. Hong Kong has been lost. Maybe that's a show for another day, but that's a big deal. Yeah. Hong Kong was the uh, the little piece of democracy over there by China. Right. That China allowed us to keep as a favor. Could have annexed it any time. They didn't. But old Donald John, trying to get reelected, not wanting to talk about what he did or didn't do, with the pandemic, decided to go all in on blaming China. And China said, oh, it's fuck me. Well, then you know it's fuck you. And by the way, Hong Kong was our shit anyway. So that piece of democracy is gone. Um, There's destabilization across the world where the United States has taken steps backwards and other people have filled in the gaps. Those other people normally being Russia and China. So B, even if he's reelected, I would say again, what will we have? This country has been made weaker globally. And you can turn your TV on and see what we're doing 
here at home. And one last note. Massive protests near the United States Embassy in Germany. I would be remiss to say, shit's got to be real, 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 as the late ODB would say, super real, fucked up for the Germans to say, hey man, don't you think you've gone a bit too far? That's where we are. That's where we are. Leader of the free world. I don't know. I don't know. People have TVs. They can see what's going on. Things are not looking great in the United States right now. Travel bans. That's all I have. Do you have anything else? I don't. We're going to see this thing through together as long as we can, one way or the other. I don't have the answers. I can only ask you all to think, then think again before you act. Be safe. Take care of the people that you love. And hopefully we'll catch a fucking break. Because that's really where things are. We need to catch a fucking break. Island event. It's black on both sides. Where sometimes, sadly, occasionally, it is just black and white.